1: You set them up, and I'll knock them back, Lloyd. One by one. We are going to read Booze News, because it's really fun. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. And to Booze News, Booze News. Time for Booze news. Oh, man, I love this story, Hammer. Saudi Arabia opening its first-ever alcohol store. But it's only kind of accessible to a select group. So Saudi Arabia, you know, I mean, how crazy they've been. Over the past, I mean, they've they highly conservative Muslim theocracy since 1952. Alcohol's been banned. We had the Khashoggi thing happen a few years ago, but the current regime there wants to, you know, they want to become a destination, a tourist destination like UAE, the Dubai things like that. They're trying, even trying to normalize relations with Israel at some point with the Abraham Accords. So to to you know to make um you know to show how hip. They are, I guess. (laughs) They've they've opened up their first alcohol store, although it's only accessible to non-Muslim diplomats visiting the country.
0: I'm looking at this list of store rules that was provided by CNBC, and the venue is only accessible to, as you said, non-Muslim diplomats, and authorization must be validated through an app called Diplo. Oh, they get an app for it, huh? Yes. Okay. So think about this though. Like we're sitting here looking at Saudi Arabia going, man, I can't believe it was that tough to get alcohol for a long time but then I remembered where we live here in Indiana. <laughs> and I'm not so sure that their policy <laughs> was more dated than Indiana's no, a couple of years ago. We weren't even allowed to buy it at all
1: on Sundays, at least in the uh, grocery stores and liquor stores. The that threat is. of
0: out of control teens still exists, apparently.
1: <laughs> here's the thing here's the other thing about this story Saudi Arabia has long had a uh, what they call a smuggling problem with diplomats. Selling imported alcohol on the black market in Saudi Arabia. So, one of the, one of the ways to cut down on that is to actually open up the, their own alcohol or liquor store. Which uh, I find it funny that diplomats, for, foreign dignitaries, uh, not not dignitaries but diplomats, are coming into this country and making money uh, off Saudi Arabia and their liquor laws. What a
0: crappy black market too! Like you think about the black market and the dark web, and you're buying, you know, military grade weapons or something like that. Saudi Arabia, it's PBR. <laughs> PBR and schlitz <laughs> on the black market in Saudi Arabia. Okay, moving
1: on with more booze news. Hot on the heels, uh, remember uh, that, that audio from El King we played, performing drunk at Dolly Parton's tribute. Oh, she was a mess. Uh, she was horrible. Pro golfer John Daly seemed to be hammered, performing "Knocking on Heaven's Door" in Nashville. I believe this was at Kid Rock's bar, which you visited a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Here's John Daly, one of my favorite golfers of all time, performing with the house band uh, at Kid Rock's venue in Nashville. See if you tell me if you think he's drunk. Where are you from, I don't either. I mean,
0: he's not a professional singer. Better than L. King. Oh
1: yeah. L. King was a mess. I would have much rather had. Now he did have the the house band behind him, which right. was which they're professionals basically making it probably made him sound a little bit better than he was.
0: They probably invited yeah. him up here. Right. Oh man, look, you know, John Daly's here. He likes to have fun. He likes to party. I mean, that sounds like any dude at karaoke <laughs> night, really, right there.
1: Uh, all right, Allison. Give me a little mood music here as we continue on with booze news.
0: Hardy Hardy is like a uh, country artist, but he can also kind of go into that rock category, too. I want to say he's like country music's Kid Rock,
1: as long as we're talking about Kid Rock. Yeah, yeah, kind of similar. So after country artist Hardy was in a pretty bad tour bus accident last year, I remember reading about this, he's been working through like some anxiety and panic attacks here he is talking about taking a break from drinking and getting two panic
0: attacks within a week I'd taken a break from drinking which was I think had a lot to do with it because I wasn't necessarily what you'd say like medicating sure. you know what I mean yeah, I yeah, didn't you know. really know that I was even doing that but I'd taken a couple months off and then dude out of nowhere twice in one week I had like I had a panic attack for the first time sure. and I, I i didn't it wasn't induced by anything really I just Had one, and one was on the golf course. I like was walking off the tee box, and I just had this like. It felt like somebody just like. Yeah, you can can stop it right there because I know exactly what he's talking about. Because my wife gets these panic attacks, really, and they are debilitating. They come out of left field, and it feels like you're being smothered. Uh, So he feels like cutting back on the drinking is a way that he can help prevent some of these moving forward.